Hey, oh, that's right. Tag and Brando <laughs> with the podcast of a similar name, the Tag and Brando podcast. We're back. We've made it. I'm sorry if my microphone just made noise. I had to move it. Um, uh-huh. We apologize for our delay in times and being here and those things. Yeah, it's been. We, we had a plans to do even just a, a, a another in the same place podcast. That's right. And time it, just eluded us. It did not happen. There yeah. was there was other priorities, and I think that we chose the right priority. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been it would have been a very late night and a very harsh early morning. Harsh winter. If we if we if we tried to do it that way. True. So. But uh, right now, uh, how are you, Taggart? I am okay. I'm doing okay. Okay. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty, uh, pretty good. Just uh, getting getting some stuff moved around, good. getting some some new move-in stuff. Trying to find uh, places for all of all of my stuff in this in this house and everything. So <laughs> it's most just still just in the shed. I just oh yeah you know, yeah I just have all of my random garbage that I keep around in the shed still because um yeah most uh thrift stores are still not open uh accepting donations uh they just like opened this last week and so it's like oh yeah the goodwills over here have been accepting things for a long time now yeah i find that interesting because yeah out here they were like nope what if it's got covid on it right and, you know, we guarantee nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. We, I, we When we cleaned out my parents' garage, we thought that they were all closed, and apparently they weren't. <laughs> Goodwill was still no. taking stuff. And, right. And, uh, whoops, sorry, Mom. We threw all your stuff away. Yeah. But, but it's fine. And that's the thing. It, it'd be interesting to work there at those places because – you know, that stuff all has a shelf life as well. You know, you sure. think like, oh, you know, oh, this stuff is, you know, so old and everything. It's probably been here forever. Now, like any, like if you go to a lot of those places, the little ticket uh, numbers on the, or the little like price tags on them, they have a date on them and they'll, or a week or something. Right. And they'll just, oh, you know, they got to overturn inventory. So they'll just junk it after, you know, a couple of weeks. And so it's old looking Crazy. because it's been in someone's basement for the last 28 <laughs> years. And it just, they, you know, the dust just is part of it now. Mm. You're buying, you're buying the dust That's when you, when you buy it. There. For sure. That place. We're is, not talking about that. Smells like straight dust. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not talking about that. We are talking about some questions. Some memories mm. and some new something new and a new nice. So one of the things that um, you know, you know, when you're looking at uh, at doing all this kind of stuff and purchasing and everything, yeah, Tiger, I want to ask for the question of the day. Yes, sir. What 
really holds value for you? Is it like saving the money and like really kind of making like a little nest egg and everything like that? Is it is it getting like a quality product that you've like kind of put some research into and, and everything like that? Or is it really hold like a lot more value if you've like done it, made it, built it yourself? Like if, if we're making an example here, is it better to to not have a chair, better to buy a decent chair, or better to like make a chair, I guess? Well, I mean, I would say it's probably better if you're if you're just thinking of what's better, better, you know. Mm-hmm. Buying a pro- quality product is better, probably better, um, right? But uh, but what holds more value? What yeah, value? it's it, but it doesn't feel. I mean, it's obviously mine, and I claimed it, and it's I keep it, mm-hmm. and don't someone take it from me because I'll be mad at you. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, definitely for me, like if I make it, then like it's, it's more mine. It's like my child. I have created it. It has come from me. And, okay. uh, and it, that has way more value to me than money in the bank or, um, or even saving up for however long to buy something that's, you know, obviously made mm-hmm. really quite well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So uh, I mean, I made some things in my life, I suppose. But like, uh, just per poor example, I'm sure we've talked at some point about my couch. Haven't we talked about that at some point? I know we've talked about that. Oh, you, not I on can't the podcast. Remember. I can't remember if we've, but I'm sure that you know if we don't remember it, chances are. Somebody, somebody out there doesn't remember. Somebody it. does remember it. Um, <laughs> so regardless, so so forgive me if we've if I've hashed this out before, but this is a different angle. So go with me. Um, we had this couch. It was gifted to us. Okay, so I didn't save any money for it. I didn't, whatever. This couch was gifted to us. Uh, at some mm-hmm. point, I sat down on it, and I was like, ooh, me so heavy, and the bottom of the couch <laughs> broke, <laughs> um, uh. and the bottom, so the bottom supports of the couch broke, and I, instead of scrapping the couch and or sitting practically on the floor on the couch for the rest mm-hmm. of time, I thought, hmm, I'll fix it. I handy. I got tools. So I went to the store and I bought some wood and some brackets and blah, blah, blah. And after mm-hmm. a couple of trips, uh, fixed it up. And you got to love that like third trip to the hardware store. We were just like, I thought I had it. Then I really thought I had it. Now I'm just, I'm admitting that I'm guessing at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, the first, yes, there was at least three trips. The first trip mm-hmm. was like, what kind of stuff do they have that I could mm-hmm. use? You know, just kind of engineering in my brain with the things that were available, right? Mm-hmm. Brought some stuff home, so I took it home and then thought, would my ideas work? Put them in the places they'd go and be like, oh, yes, this could do whatever. Second time I went uh, should have been the last time. And this is not on me, guy that works at Home Depot. Um, 
<laughs> I had measured out. I didn't have like a good saw or whatever. I could have hacksawed it or, you know, whatever. And it right. would have taken me forever, but I just didn't have the right tools. So mm-hmm. I said, I'll take my piece of wood back to Home Depot, say, this is the length I need it. Chop saw that dude real quick and I'll be right. on my way. Thank you so much. And uh, I said, you. I said, this is the length. I know that mm-hmm. I said this is the length, but he said th- this length, and I said no, this length, because he told me the wrong thing, and he's like, oh, 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 okay. And then I got home, the wood didn't fit. It was too long because he had cut it in the wrong place, not the mm. figure that I gave him. So I had to go back a third time just to say, please cut off this half inch that you didn't cut initially. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that uh, as much as that was a great couch, and yes, part of it's it was is because it was gifted to me and I didn't buy it, but I still would have felt this way because I feel this way a lot with the things that I buy. That mm-hmm. if I if they break and then I fix them, they always f- feel more mine after that. If that okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I hope that, that. I have more value placed in them once mm-hmm. I've done work on them. So that couch was like my couch. After that, I was like, I have done this. I have built fire. I am, <laughs> you know, uh, right. So I don't own this couch. I made this couch. Yeah. <laughs> this couch would be not functional if it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, and then and, but it, obviously it doesn't have to be just fix things if I make something from scratch uh, mm-hmm. or whatever, uh, you know, even a computer, even though I've bought the components and then built mm-hmm. it myself, I'm still like, I built this computer. This is my computer. Even though you, you, you just got to know the right places to put stuff. It's not hard. Um, but, you know, so there you go. What about you, sir? So that's interesting. I, I definitely can see where – it it is added value when you you know get get your hands dirty get get sure. up in there and everything like that um, take a sense of pride in, in everything. For me, I almost for whatever reason I almost see like kind of the opposite Perfect. of that. That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, mainly because. Like, if I have no idea how something works, yeah. and I have no idea how to fix it or how to replace it, you know, or like, you know, replacing it's just going to be replacing the whole thing and everything like that, then to me, it's like, ooh, I got to, you know, treat this thing good and I got to be, you know, I got to, um, you know, get a high quality one and I got to make sure that I'm, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm more apt to kind of baby it and treasure it um, because I yeah I it's completely out of my control right. one could say right and everything like that and as far as like saving the money and everything like that like uh, I I guess I guess I would kind of put that like like money at the top. Where if it's like if it's like a premium item, it's like oof, it is it is hard to to part with that right? that money, you know. But so it's like uh, I got like you know this couple hundred bucks here. If you know if I don't 
spend it, then I still have it. <laughs> you know, do I really need this thing? Right. You know, I'm not buying, you know, like uh like a you know, prosthesis or something like that, you know, that I need. Right. You know, absolutely. I'm buying like, you know, like even like buying shoes or something. It's like, oh my gosh, like $150 for shoes. Like, ugh. like all that kind of different stuff. So, um, well, and so the, I would say and that, and that mm-hmm. philosophy, if you don't mind me jumping in, is I think one reason why you are a good deal finder. Yes. Because you're like, I want the good stuff, but I don't wanna pay I don't wanna pay that much and maybe I don't think it's worth that much. But if I could find it for a good deal, mm-hmm. you know that I'm gonna think about that very seriously. Right. And that's exactly and that's exactly it is I would say uh hold on to the money as like, you know, the top because money is you know, very universal and everything like that. Right. And then if I do buy like the item then it's always like, how much is it going to cost to replace? You know, like that's right. That's kind of like, ugh, like this is, and everything. And so then, like, if I'm if I know what it's going to cost, or if I know how much the actual retail, you know, the MSRP, if you will, for it, and then I find it at like half the cost, and maybe it needs a little bit of cleaning up, maybe it needs like a little bit of a fix, or you know, it's got a couple of dings and dents, then that's fine. You know, like I'm, I'm totally fine with, you know, Oh, well it's half, half price and everything like that. So I also ascribe value to the deal that I got. Right. You know, right. Like, like if I got something for like 20% of the price, then I'm going to be like, Oh no, I got to hang on to this because like, you're not you know, gonna see that again. Yeah, I'm not gonna see that deal again, and I, you know, and I feel that like that savings was also like added into the into the value of it and everything like that. Right. But the weird thing is, tipping the scale all the way to where if I make it or if I put it together or whatever myself, kind of a thing. Not like IKEA put it together yourself, you know, because that crap's expensive in one way or another and you still have to put it together <laughs> but, yes. but um that kind of stuff like i don't consider myself like a very skilled laborer or like artisan or anything like that and so when i can do it i'm just kind of, kind of like oh well you know i could do this with you know a couple you know with the same parts again you know it'll just take me some time and you know bing bang boom i'm done right so so it like actually like kind of starts bringing it down in value for me because i'm like i'm like yeah i mean like if i if i had to replace it like all i would need is this this and this you know which isn't that expensive and then i would just sit down and just redo it you know and like that was kind of the the idea of like when i was making like the engagement ring and stuff like that like like the diamond was like I can't you know the diamond's the diamond like I'm there's no way I'm recutting a diamond <laughs> there's right. no way I'm going out and getting another you know that is like a critical like big component holds a lot of the value but as far as the band and stuff like that because I had kind of started and restarted and everything like that and I know how the process works 
where I'm like, yeah, if I had to, like I could, you know, melt it down and kind of, you know, start over and it would just take me, you know, you know, a couple of days or whatever. Um, so it, it, you know, it doesn't hold as much value when I've done like the majority of the work and everything like that. Hmm. Does that make sense? It, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I understand where you're coming from. It's weird because our philosophies are different as that goes. Because right. to, to me, part of the value of fixing something is learning to do it, you know? Right. It's like the, the, more, the, the older I get, the more I think anything's learnable. Like, and, mm-hmm. uh, and all the information's out there, you know? 100%, yeah. So, you know, I, I hold more value in my terrible, crappy uh, Chinese double, uh-huh. double dim radio that I got in my car because I installed it. Right. Even though it doesn't work exactly like I want it to. Then I would, if I paid $200 for like a, uh, you know, that's pretty cheap for like a touchscreen nowadays. So like mm-hmm. 400 to $600 right. to get a good radio in there that, you know, could mirror mm-hmm. my phone and all the business just because, uh, you know, I'd have to have, I mean, I wouldn't have to, but if you're going to pay 600 bucks, have somebody install it. Right. But if I right. paid 40, I'm doing it, you know? Right. And that's, and that, uh, is, better for me i don't know mm-hmm. yeah it if is interesting because yeah like so so you're saying like so if if, if you give a 600 dollar, like if you had 600 dollars, mm-hmm. you would prefer to buy 40 dollar a 40 dollar radio save you know the 560 bucks right so that money has like you know Money in the bank has that added value, that added security and everything. And then you're adding to the value by installing it yourself rather than, you know, spending an extra 200 bucks or 150 or whatever to get some other guy or gal to install it for you. That's right. Ladies can install radios. Um, (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, interesting. I mean, yeah, because. I, at least our philosophies align where I don't want to spend the money and you don't want to mm-hmm. spend the money. We like right. nice things. We would take nice things, mm-hmm. but if they were cheaper, right? <laughs> right. And the thing is that I, and you have the patience and the energy to wait and look for the good mm-hmm. deals. And I'm just like, is it a good deal today? No, I'll never think about it again. <laughs> you know right and then uh, i'll just be like well i want this so i'll figure out something that'll work you know mm-hmm. uh, even if i have to do a little work to it and maybe even the better that i have to do a little work to it mm-hmm. i don't know you know i like projects these days i like to do projects uh, yeah so anyways no i think that's interesting because it's definitely um yeah, like, you know, everybody kind of has that that threshold, you know, like like, you know, like you said, if you're if you are going to buy this radio 
and it's going to cost this much, then you want it to do everything that you want it to do. If it's only going to cost like, you know, a tenth of that, you know, then it's right. like, and it does 50% of the stuff, you're like, ah, that's good. That's not, that's not Well, bad, yeah, you know? and at that point, you're just like, like you weigh the options. Do I really yeah. need it to, to, to mirror my phone so I can have my mm-hmm. GPS on the screen? No, I got a magnet on the back of my phone. Like, I can put it up and I, <laughs> I got GPS. All right. I really need is a Bluetooth so that I can play my songs from my phone on the speakers mm-hmm. in the car. And so, you know, it's just, it's a little bit of that, like, Let's compromise so that I don't have to spend buco de, mo- de dollars out mm-hmm. of my pocket um, to get what I to get something close to what I actually want. And um, I think we've talked about this a little bit too. It, it's interesting because the the other aspects of value that a lot of people subscribe to um, that you and I maybe don't look at as much or depending on the the thing yeah. is is definitely like convenience you know like oh i'm not going to sit here and like dig through you know 15 different websites or go to five different stores or price match this or whatever whatever like you know i i i don't like when i go to the grocery store you know if i'm like okay like you know What's the difference between this mayo and this mayo? Doesn't matter. Just grab a mayo. It's four cents difference. Like, who cares? <laughs> right. Know? And there's, it, yeah. Yeah. There's levels of things and there's there's things there's the, that you mm-hmm. like, no, convenience is more important to me it, it, with produce. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. go the fourth places and say where you got the cheaper peaches and which ones are the ripest for the cheapest. I don't care. Right. Give me a peach. This is the store I'm at. <laughs> right. But if it's like a car thing and I'm like, I just want this fixed well so that I can drive mm-hmm. it and not die on the road. Mm-hmm. And that's just one thing, one of those things that I can do minimal things on a car and I've learned some things. But when it gets like, I got to take the engine out and I got to do these, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, right. here's the money. It's a lot. I hate that it's yours now, but please make my car good. <laughs> well, that's that's the other the other factor there, there's there's the convenience, but there's also the the security or like the warranty type factor as well. Because yeah, yeah, and like, I think for me those go hand in hand, right? Because the mm-hmm. convenience of somebody in that fashion is always going to give me the peace of mind, right? Right. Um, right. Yeah. And and yeah, exactly. Like you know, I've you know installed my own brakes and the first time you're like you know kind of freaking out about it a little bit and you know um versus like paying for a brake job or whatever and uh you know convenience is like oh well i give you my car you find the pads and everything that you're that i need and then you put them in and bingo bango like done deal right versus like Okay, let's let's find pads that fit. Let's make sure. Oh, do we want this quality? Da, 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 all that kind of stuff. And it's like, and I got to make sure I'm installing them right, and I got to make sure I'm doing everything right, and I'm not breaking something in the meantime, and all that kind of different stuff. And so, um, yeah, it's it's definitely. Um, I, I was just thinking about it. Like, there's that uh, there's that episode of Seinfeld where Jerry is getting new cabinets. 
I'm not sure if you remember this this episode or not. I don't uh, know. I don't know. So he has a he has a contractor who's installing new cabinets. Okay. And um, the guy is asking him like every question. Like, do you like this hinge? Do you like this handle? Do you like this finish? Like, and he's like, whatever you want. Yeah. Like, uh, or like the the guy's like, yeah, I can do it however you want. And he's like, just do it. Just do it. I don't want to make all these decisions. I don't like. I don't care. Just do it. And so then when Jerry gets back like later that day or the next day, like his entire kitchen is just like covered like in cabinets, like where you just like put like cabinets over like the little Island and all this kind of different stuff. And so it's just like, what is this? And it's like, well, you didn't tell the guy what to do, but the point of the story is (laughs) like you, you, you know, there's a million micro decisions that go into making or doing something like that. Right. And sometimes you just don't want to be bothered. You know, when we were planning right. like, when we were planning like wedding stuff, it's like, oh, well, we can do whatever we can do. And it's just like, just make the decision for me because that's the worst part. Right. Like, I know, I know you can do it and I appreciate it, but like, I've already had to make 500 decisions about all this different stuff. And I just want, you know, I just want to not have to make decisions. Just give me one that I don't have <laughs> yeah. to pick. Yeah. You can roll with it within reason. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that the Jerry's cabinet guy didn't go into. Mm-hmm. Within reason. Just make the decision. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, you'll be sitting there, you know, talking to your, you know, your mechanic. And he's like, it's like, do you want this quality of product? Do you want this quality? This one comes with a five-year warranty. This one comes with a 10-year warranty. This one, you know, it's, and it's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Is the car going to last five years? Is the car going to last 10 years? Is this part going to like, you know, kill me if it, you know, goes bad in the middle of the freeway? Right. Like what, 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 what is your recommendation here? Cause yeah. Like if I could look 10 years into the future and be like, yeah, I think I'm going to send this in because I still got two months left on that warranty. (laughs) Right, dude, and you, you know. don't, and I don't know about you, but you don't want to be living your life from warranty to warranty. Oh yeah, you know, that terrible. Oh my gosh, dude, it's just it's it's almost more worth it to me to say no. Don't give me the warranty. When it breaks, mm-hmm. it breaks, and I'll figure it out. Like yeah, like I don't want to be sweating it out and be like oh oh oh, it's gonna be free for another three months. Like what's gonna happen? I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to remember that date. <laughs> don't give me the thing. It doesn't matter. Right. I'm not going to hold on to the receipt, you know, for however long. And receipts don't last anymore. No. Have you noticed this? Dude, if no, you like, keep a receipt in your car for two weeks, the writing is gone. Yeah. Like, literally, receipt paper, that heat transfer paper, just, like, fades over time. It's I mean, it gone. is the, yeah. the disappearing ink of, you know, and I'm... You know, that's that's it. Where it's just like, oh well this this thing broke. Do you have the receipt? Do you see this blank strip of paper? Yeah. This that's is it. it. <laughs> like you're gonna have to freaking CSI this information out of here. I know, unless just, you're one of those people who, you know, take pictures of every receipt, which I tried to be for a while and I can't do it. Um yeah. then you're gonna not have it. Yeah, exactly. So but yeah, there's the value everywhere. It's just where where do you put it's your kind value? Of crazy. I'm yeah. really trying to shift more to like money in the bank is more valued than anything. 
but uh, mm-hmm. man, it's hard. It is, yeah. It's like it it's rewiring my mind, and it's not going. You know, mm-hmm. it's very difficult. Yeah, because that's the name of the game at this point in life. It's like how much you got in the bank, how much can you put down? Yeah, like uh, not nothing. <laughs> uh, no, nope. <laughs> how much will two dollars and fifty five cents get me? Yeah. I could fix your couch if that's you know, if you want to work out. <laughs> I some have a lot of value in fixing couches. <laughs> Does that count for collateral in any way? Yeah, exactly. This, uh, oh, that'd be awesome. Go back to the trades and bartering and everything. I know, but it's weird. Like uh, I don't want to be belabor this much longer, but I, I but just the way that I look at money in the bank is so weird. Like, like. Um, you know, the incremental increase, mm-hmm. which is how most people save money, has very little interest to me. Like <laughs> like adding like, you know, ten bucks every he, paycheck kind of a thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. um that's that's very hard for me to do and very hard for me to hold on to. Um, right. which of course over the long term where oh great, did this and did that, and then even better if I put that ten dollars into to, you know, safe investments or whatever and you know mm-hmm. instead of a whatever you know a hundred dollars after 10 months i had 120 oh yay but uh <laughs> but it, oh dude that like um n- no i want there to be a large amount of money in my bank account right but i'd rather it just be large in a second like give me a big check somebody <laughs> you know <laughs> right uh, like oh thank you and throw that in there and then try to hold on to it i'm much better at that than saying i'll hold on to this ten dollars forever so right. so that's what well, i'm working on it's hard yeah i mean one thing just to kind of touch on this this isn't necessarily this is a mini mini new kind of thing uh, my friend spanky was talking to me about like day trading like he's gotten into like yeah. uh, the robin hood app and stuff like that and yeah, that's another kind of value for time kind of thing. It's like, yeah, if you want to sit there and just like plan this out and, you know, trade, do your five trades a day or a week or whatever it is, you know, and you make, you know, eight bucks maybe, you know, off of off of some, some trades, but it took you however long. It's like, is that worth it? Like, do I want to manage my own 401k? No, that sounds terrible (laughs) that sounds terrible like just you know here's how old i am here's i'm i am picking a risk factor of moderate (laughs) i don't know and so he just just manage manage that for me because again that's one of those things where i'm like oh i can i do not want to get into this because the minutia of that would just drive me insane well i understand but then like You know, we have a friend who that's what he does mm-hmm. and that's how he makes his money. So obviously, you know, there's people out there who, who have figured it out and figured what you need to do to make the money mm-hmm. and to like live on and whatever. And right. uh, obviously it can be done like anything. Like I said, anything can be learned. But it like something like that is mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> It's a long road till you get to the place where you're like, okay, well now I actually feel like I got a grip on this and like it's working and I'm like making money and right, 
where I can throw more risk in because I know I'll get the return, you know, or mm-hmm. sti- statistically my history has shown that I'll get the return that I'm looking for. So, right. yeah, I, yeah, that's hard. I'm trying to do the, the uh, like, rollover investing thing. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a lot in there yet. But, uh, and of course, now is the worst time to, <laughs> to do that because the, uh, the market's terrible. It's crazy. But, uh, anyways, so. Well, that is nice buy, because. Buy the mind- now, invest now. Right. Well, then that's the nice thing about those kind of apps, though, is that I don't have to deal with the minutia. I'm like, here's my measly $5 that I got from rolling up some purchases. Now go put it in the safe places for me and tell me later about the money that I got back. Exactly. And so, I don't know. It's yeah, money in the bank. Just find a find a way to like it's good. Set it and forget it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. See ya. I I have some money in that jar. I want more money in that jar. That's where you come in. Right. All right. What do we got to trigger our memories well, this week? Well, we want to talk this week about food on the street. Street food. on food. the street. Uh, maybe some experiences or some times where you had some delicious food on the street or maybe some not so good food on the street. Um, and maybe if there's any particular food that you're like, I would never eat that off the street. Uh, you could throw that in for, uh, you know, some pepper, uh, Ooh, you know, pepper, a little, would not buy little question of the day pepper right. on the triggered memory. So, uh, so yeah. So what, uh, do you have any good experiences of eating some delicious food on the street? Yeah. So to clarify, about not, it, not off the street, but like, sold. not just like, <laughs> I threw it on the ground. It was really hot. <laughs> and I, <laughs> my dad's not a phone. Happy birthday to the ground. Anyway, um, so yeah, when I think of like like street food and everything like that, mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to mind is um, out in Delaware uh, when we would go to the shore, as as we called it, um, when we were in New Jersey, uh-huh. uh, you would there'd be soft pretzels. Ooh, dude! Like a like some vendor yeah, preach, just hawking preach soft, on, man. Yeah, soft pretzels just and uh, straight straight to your car window in an intersection, kind of a thing. Just oh, yeah, just a brown paper bag with a soft pretzel, and we get like you know, I think one for every two of us or so. And you know, some people go with the mustard. I'm at that point when I was a little kid, it was never you wanted that cheese. Well, you know, we didn't even get cheese. Like no, just this guy's, up. this guy's like you just got a you know cooler or container for cheese and stuff. I mean, you get you just it's either mustard or plain. And I would just yeah, it's just a warm soft pretzel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he kept them warm. I. Not even gonna lie to you, I barely ever even saw the guy. It was just all of a sudden somebody's a cool... like, "There's the pretzel guy," and I'm just like, "Oh, there's pretzels coming." I'm just... in the like middle seat that I can't 
you know, do anything. So just the guy in the middle, middle <laughs> the intersection, the, in yeah. the, on the island with like a cooler with like plutonium in there, keeping all those pretzels warm. Mm, there you go, plutonium. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying something radioactive yeah. to give him mm-hmm. the heat because that's just a, that's an ice cooler. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So yeah. So definitely. Um. Some soft pretzels and everything. Um. The like the ice cream truck uh-huh. and everything. I I guess I just never had money for the ice cream truck when it came around. Like I remember like one or two times as a kid. I heard the 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 ice cream truck recently. Like they're just vans now. They're just minivans. Oh yeah. Cruising it's around. Scarier. Like give yeah. yeah. And everything like that. Like I don't know if I would even want my kids going to uh, an I mean, ice cream they were never establishments point. you know it was always just some guy oh, yeah. who bought a truck and he's like I'll sell ice cream mm-hmm. everyone buys those Ninja Turtles with that gum eyes I'll get those Ugh, that's true. yeah but uh, um, but yeah it seems a little bit more creepy now you know than in like maybe the mm-hmm. 50s I just went out and bought a van and I'm selling ice cream to children yeah exactly not by appointment no I just cruised down the street yeah. They come running um, with their money. Usually their parents aren't with them. It's a, uh, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, exactly. And also, who accept, like, who has cash on them anymore? I know. Oh, right? daddy, can I get an ice cream? And you're like, son, I haven't carried cash <laughs> since before you were born. So, uh, unless he the takes Venmo. Yeah, the, the ice cream guy with the really, like, Granny mustache mm-hmm. kind of wipes his lip and says, mm, "We got square." Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't, I can't think of like a lot of good experiences with ice cream trucks, but the um, they just didn't come I can tell around you, that much. Yeah, when we were I can kids, tell you, it was like a blue moon scenario. Yeah, I can tell you, uh, a, one experience was we were like. I think we were in a parking lot. Maybe we were waiting on a light or something like a long light. And there was a guy in, you know, in his like car. Yeah. Like with a little sign and stuff like selling uh, seafood, like just from a cooler. Okay. And like, I remember I was probably about like maybe nine or 10. And I like just am like looking at this guy and I'm like, who in Colorado is buying seafood out of the back of this guy's no. car. Like, are you kidding me? And then, like, he, like, you know, went to, like, crawl in and grab something from this car or something. And then, like, you know, you see, like, his butt crack and everything. And I'm just like, nope. No. Nope. Like, nope. I'm not buying crab legs from you, man, because I do not want to get whatever's all, all up. Yeah. And I just, like, and I see... Like some people, yeah. Like you see, sometimes we're just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, why? Why are you trying to sell that here? Because I guarantee that that is going to be gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still. I mean, like you know, I'll still buy tamales from like a a guy in a grocery store parking lot or yeah. somebody in a grocery store parking lot. You know, they're still warm and everything like that. You're like, yeah, heck yeah. Well, tamales, I'll buy some fresh, yeah, fresh they can tamales. they can cook yeah. those at home and bring them over. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like uh, seafood took them three days to get it, and then they cooked it 
Like, oh, I guarantee uh, he drove. <laughs> he drove from wherever he was. Really? Got in California supplier. and drove straight yeah. here, and he's like, "Get these crab legs while they're hot." Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yeah. What about you, man? What's your uh, what's your go to street street food street vendor? Ooh, I don't have a go to necessarily. Um, I just have times when I've bought things. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I mean, right. yeah, I do. Like, I don't like. I don't follow any food trucks or whatever. Oh, where are they? When are they going to be in my area? I'm definitely mm-hmm. going to go get something. Mm. Uh, no. Again, it's that convenience thing and that time thing. Like, if I'm spending money, you best have a burrito around the corner because I'm not, I'm not looking mm-hmm. for your truck. Um, <laughs> right. But, uh, but I will say, dude, that stuff that we had in New York. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Ooh, oh yeah, it was, I was thinking about that guy. What was yeah. that? Was that shawarma? I have no idea what that was. It was I... rice and mm-hmm. some kind of meat, and mm-hmm. I don't think it was shawarma because it wasn't like on like a spigot or anything that I recall like that. But it mm-hmm. was some kind of Eastern some kind of, food, yeah, and Middle Eastern was... style kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and so that's the thing about like you know. I would say growing up, you know, in a, in a big city like New York or whatever is, you know, they have their established corners, you know, and they, they have like a contract to be on that corner. And some of them cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, so they're making bank. um, Did, did we go back there twice to get that? I think so. I think we did. Yeah. It was so good that first day. And we were mm-hmm. like, uh, yes, please. Again, yeah. with whatever that was. I can't say it. I don't know what it's called, but it's delicious. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing like about... rice, like the yellow rice. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. Um, and, and the th- thing about Colorado is that there's just not... I mean, you got your, your, again, you got your, uh, you know, your vans or whatever, your, mm-hmm. your, 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 uh, food trucks, but that's about it. Um, I, I'm trying to think when I had a job that was <laughs> what I considered a job job, you know, we a job job, a job job on Fridays during the summer. They would bring food trucks into the parking lot, so mm-hmm. you could go and sample some food truck food for lunch if you so felt like buying their wares. You know, it wasn't like they paid for it; they like hired the truck to come, and then people would go and buy the food. Um, but uh, I want to say that there were some really good places, but I don't remember. You know they didn't they didn't make an impression on me like that that New York food did. And I was just like this is delicious. It was just like this is fine. I'll eat it again maybe if they come around, but I don't even remember. So I I don't know. Uh, I'll eat a hot dog on the street. I mean uh-huh. I'll, I'll eat mostly anything on, on the street. Just to I mean <laughs> I'll, it's a it's a quick you know eyeball assessment. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. If it looks clean and they're not like, oh, gross, it's, you know, the, the whole butt crack scenario, <laughs> then, you know, and I got the money and I'm like feeling adventurous, I'll do it. Like, I'll buy anything on the street. But uh, Ooh, I, I got I got footage of you right now buying a hot dog on the street. <laughs> see? See? Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. Big, Bigfoot is real. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 looking through our uh, through our New York our pictures, neck our New York yeah stuff here and uh, trying to oh okay here we go trying to see what these guys are selling um, I don't know this is a montage so it's like terrible <laughs> you're looking through the montage or through the pic- yeah or through pic- oh, no like the, the actual montage oh because right. remember we in New didn't York take we didn't any do pictures in New York only videos yeah. only, only short videos. videos to edit together oh, yeah that was an idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it was so, awesome. Uh, all, all, go watch it on is, YouTube. One of them yeah. doesn't have any music because it got <laughs> copyrighted struck. Um, yep. But uh, there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. um, what was I going to say? Oh, so there is some foods that I'm thinking about from Korea that I definitely didn't eat off the street. Uh, mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have eaten them anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Chicken feet. No, thank you. Pit. <laughs> no, thank you. Pig's feet. Absolutely not. Uh, you know, dried uh, rays, like, you know, like the, the ray, the animal, like a sting oh, ray. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man rays, sting yeah, ray. They yeah, had, yeah, like yeah, dried yeah. rays that you could just Sharks, basically. buy that were like just the whole animal hanging up, drying in the sun. It's like a jerky mm-hmm. thing. No, thank you. Um, but, you know, that's all cultural. Like if, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, you know, uh, larvae's, no, thank you. Or pupas, whatever. They There's some kind of bug that they eat in the pupal state, pupa mm-hmm. state. Um, no, I'm good. Lar- yeah. Larva, I don't know. It's in one of the early stages, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's about, that's the that's thing about is... it, dude. I'll, I'll. What do you got? You got mashed potatoes? Yeah, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And if you're giving away free samples, you know I'm gonna grab that. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, like, go to a lot of like farmers markets and stuff like that, and right sample a bunch of different. Oh bunch yeah, of farmers stuff, market, and... dude. I'll. Yeah. Give me a honey in a honey in a tube. Mm, all day. <laughs> Ooh, raspberry? What but, but what is this? Ooh, passion fruit? Local wait, and you're saying it's local honey so it could help my allergies, Ooh. please. Um Oh man. Yeah, man. Fresh apple? Ooh, okay. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's like a a food that I would I don't know what it is cuz I mean like that's the thing like like seafood, obviously, you know, you're you're in like a landlocked state. Yeah, but you, you know, know, you kind of you kind of look at it with a, a weird thing, eye. But, but yeah, you know, a turkey leg at the Renaissance Fair, you know, you're buying one of those. Oh, dude, turkey legs, man. <laughs> oh, you remember when I, you remember when I bought turkey legs from Sam's Club? Yeah, yeah, I bought a <laughs> case. Of turkey legs, there was like twenty, yeah, was and it that, was like was that, twenty bucks. Was that anywhere like you, close to the Renaissance turkey legs? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Really? Like smoked? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like 
already smoked and everything. Um, all you got to do is really basically warm it up, um, and and you know everything because they were just there. They're all frozen. They were humongous, and um, <clears throat> you know you go to the Renaissance Festival or the you know state fair or heaven forbid like get it from disneyland where it's like they're like 12 bucks a pop oh, these yeah, were and yeah you got them a dollar a piece yeah they were a dollar a piece yeah it was like 20 bucks for like this big old box of 20 of them and yeah they just you know i would just grab one out of the out of the freezer wrap it in foil throw it in the oven for a couple hours and or not a couple hours, but I mean like throw in the oven for like an hour or something like that, and boom, you got yourself a nice juicy turkey leg. Oh, so good. Cause nice, yeah, man. I would I will get down on a turkey leg for sure. Yeah, dude. Well, I I forgot I was gonna mention something when you talk hot hot uh hot pretzels, dude. Dude, I'll buy a hot pretzel any day. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care where we are. If I see a hot pretzel vendor Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a you know a cooler with plutonium in it, if those pretzels are warm, I'm buying them. <laughs> like I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the zoo, and I'm like, I'm buying a hot pretzel, and whoever I'm with, it's like, no, dude, come on, let's go, let's go to the otters or whatever. And I'm like, you otters go. are so much more enjoyable with a <laughs> oh dang straight hot pretzel, dang straight. Though otters are always great and adorable, but but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm like, just leave me. Go. Run away. <laughs> like, if I don't see you for the rest of the day, it's fine as long as I got that hot pretzel. And I I have I, I've had to fight for that dang hot pretzel. I don't know how many times. I don't know why. People I'm with are like, dude, it's not worth it. It's like $7. I don't care. I can't just get mm-hmm. a hot pretzel anywhere. And I'm going to get, I mean, you go to Aunt Annie's, whatever. But... But uh, you know, I'm not going to the mall every day. I don't see that. Are you a sweet hot pretzel guy or no, savory? No, no, give me the salty mm-hmm. any day. And cheese is fine, but I prefer mustard if I'm going dippy. If I'm not going dippy though, which is just as fine, I'm just going straight up. Salt, pretzel, warm, chewy, soft. Mmm. Good. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Thinking about a tree leg right now, though. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I brought yeah. it up. <laughs> no, that's all good. No so, Renaissance yeah. festivals this year. Sorry, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Well, those 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 are some old things. But uh, yeah. what what do we got that's uh, what do we got that's new? What's uh, what's new with you? Well, what's new with me? My son is older now. Oh, he is all of the five, right? He is four years old. He is in his fifth year. That is what I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if we were in Korea, he would definitely be five. There you go. Because they do age differently. We won't go into that because that's not the point of what we're talking about. But... um, (laughs) But yes, my son had a birthday. He is four years old now, and gosh, I'm old. <laughs> I'm not, really, but it feels that way. Like, oh mm-hmm. my goodness sakes, man. Anyways, it was fun. 
there's like you know we always go do something awesome for his birthday and this year is a little harder obviously with like cool places not being open right so we went hiking at castle mm-hmm. canyon castle canyon is that right castle canyon uh yes okay uh 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 castle canyon ravine what is it called anyways Mm -hmm. sorry i don't remember but we went hiking with some friends and things and that was very cool uh it's hanging out with friends has been rare and this last weekend we got to do quite a bit of it so that was cool uh and and of course then i had my son's birthday and that was also very cool so he had fun he got some presents he did some stuff he wanted he is into waldo currently and how could you not be waldo is where it's at where is that where is that guy is waldo where it's at we don't know he is when you find him yeah he is where it's at here's an awesome story this is different time we went hiking maybe a couple weeks ago Uh uh-huh and uh, we got up a little bit, and it and it was getting a little darker or whatever, and my daughter was done. So my wife took her back to the car, and me and my son went hiking more up this trail. Mm-hmm. And on our way back, he goes, hey, Dad, look, it's Waldo. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> funny. Good imagination. Like, we're in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere. Oh, who do we find? Waldo. Ha! Great. Good job, son. You're three, and that's hilarious. <laughs> you got me. Um, and I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, really. Look, it's Waldo. And he pointed down to this little marker. Like, you know, uh-huh. they have little markers on the trail or whatever. But on this particular marker, someone had stuck a sticker that was like a Chiquita banana sticker. That uh, they okay. had done a series of Chiquita banana stickers, apparently, with Waldo on them. So it legit had Waldo on this <laughs> Chiquita banana sticker stuck on this marker on the trail and mm-hmm. just so that someone could find him in the middle of nowhere. And, of course, my son found him because he's all about Waldo at the moment. And I thought that was hilarious. It was amazing. Hmm. So That's awesome. It was awesome. And uh, I wish I had remembered back then. But, it, but, but he... Uh, so my wife's like, what kind of cake do you want? And he says, I want a Waldo and Oddlaw cake. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm sorry, but 1992 is not now. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, probably could have found that cake at Walmart then. But Oh, yeah, for sure. So she, uh, so instead she uh, got some fondant, fondant, some fondant. Uh huh. Some red and, and fondant, fondant, <laughs> uh, red and white stuff, and then for Waldo, mm-hmm. you know, and then she got some yellow and black stuff for Adla. For those who who are too old to remember or to know Adla, he didn't come into play until the fourth main Waldo book. Where's Waldo? Hollywood, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. So he's his nemesis. I don't know. Whatever. Um, He's just he's, he's just Waldo, he's Waldo with a different color scheme with a little orange, Charlie or he's yellow and black yellow and black he's got a little <laughs> Charlie it. Chaplin mustache kind of thing mm-hmm. and he's got like you know transition lenses I think anyway yeah they're a little gr- sinister they're, looking they're gray 
he's he's the wall he's the wario waluigi of yeah he's the legit opposite of waldo but he's even even just as hard to find even in name because Adla is Waldo backwards. Mm-hmm. There you go. Waldo watches. So anyways, uh, and then she bought Shrinky Dink paper and traced all of the Waldo characters, Waldo, Winda, Woof, Wizard Whitebeard, and Adla onto Shrinky mm-hmm. Dinks and messed some of them up and then fixed them and then had to do some other ones, but made these little figurines of the characters to stick on top of the cake. And it was awesome. And he was psyched. So <laughs> one of the, one of the best things about like the See, where's Waldo. DIY. We yeah. own that cake way more than if we bought that at Costco. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, the crazy thing about like Waldo and everything is just like, there's so much to do with those books oh yeah like if you if you sat there and you you know go through and find waldo might take you i mean depending like you know a couple minutes per page you know so you spend a good you know 30 minutes looking for waldo and then it's like oh well now i gotta go back and i gotta find all the other stuff associated with waldo so maybe it's the books maybe it's his you know uh different uh, what do you call it? It's different accessories. It's now all these different people and their accessories. Right. And then it's like, okay, now we're flipping to the back of the book and now we're finding right. all the stuff on this checklist of all these little puns and all these little, you know, things everywhere. And, you know, you could spend, you know, an, several hours just pouring through that book. Oh my and, gosh, man. And the other thing about it is Give it a couple of years and you can do it all again. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've definitely gone through those books multiple times and just been like, okay, I don't remember any of this. Oh, oh I rem- yeah. I definitely remember this, ha- you know, dogfish, catfish, you know, picture. Right. But, you know, when you're saying like, oh, where where is it? You're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to look again. So... Dude, that's but. the thing. Well, I we bought this. Uh, I found this like compilation, this travel edition Waldo book with like all the all seven like main books mm-hmm. or whatever, seven or eight. I have no idea. But, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, awesome. The only thing that I don't like about it is it's too small. <laughs> it's it's just, tiny. The pages are so small, dude. When you yeah. get to the harder ones, like the much newer ones, where it's just like mm-hmm. Waldo's face barely, it's so hard. Like I had to oh, stop yeah. reading that with my son at night because it was giving me headaches. I mm-hmm. didn't realize that that's what the issue was. But like I had to take my glasses off and hold like way close to my face. And I was like, oh, no, like, we can't do this. So I found all my old, like, big books, and we're like, this is better. But but then the thing is with the little books, he he re-released the first three books mm-hmm. after he introduced the other main characters. Mm-hmm. And he re-released the, the first the original three and added all the characters in there. So, right. So, in so the, now you got to go back. In the compilation book... It's mm-hmm. like, where's Waldo? The first one that's got Waldo in it and his accessories initially, but now it has Waldo, his accessories, 
and his key that he loses. And then it mm-hmm. has Wenda and her camera and Adla and his binoculars and Wizard Whitebeard and his scroll and Woof, which is just the tail. You can only see his tail, huh? Mm-hmm. And his bone. And, uh, and you know, not only that, but for, for insult to injury, Waldo is not in the place where he used to be. Right. And his items are not in the places where they used to be. So mm-hmm. so we were doing that one for a while before I pulled the old books out. And then I was like, where is everything? And, like, I meticulously memorized those as a child. Like, I went through those hard. And, you know, some muscle memory was still there where my fingers would just kind of go to it. And I was like, oh, there it right. is. And some of it was like, I don't remember now. I, like, confused myself with the other book. But anyways, so my son's four. That's new. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. How about you, uh, sir? What's uh what's a new with the you? Well, uh I guess the biggest uh new is um so we were out in Colorado this last weekend. Um, as as mentioned. Uh hoping for a lot of different things, but uh maybe trying to get a, a you know, I, I keep calling it called a live podcast, but it just basically is just in in person podcast. But uh, really, the reason that that didn't happen is because uh, we I got married on Saturday, Yay. and that new um, basically uh, I'm just gonna kind of th- narrow it down to the location, which was pretty much new for most everybody. True. Um, so we went out to what's called the Paint Mines Interpretive Park, I believe. Um, it's like the full yeah, thing. Yeah, interpretive and is weird. Yeah. Anything? That's a weird... Anyways. <laughs> yeah. And so um, basically to describe this the best I can, if you've ever seen Galaxy Quest <laughs> and... You um, digitize familiar... me. Digitize yeah. me. <laughs> if you're you're familiar with the scene on the alien planet with the miners and the gorignac and all that good stuff, um, <laughs> that was shot in a uh, that was filmed in a place in southern or mid. It's it's south of me, but in uh, anyway in Utah called Goblin Valley, and those structures are called hoodoos. And um, there's a lot of different places um, in Utah that have them, but they kind of like it's like you know maybe like a boulder on top of like this skinnier pillar of right. s- almost sand-looking stuff and, and everything like that. So in Colorado, um, just uh, east of Colorado Springs, there is a place where those hoodoos and stuff um, are like all white or with very with varied colors some are purple some are pink some are yellow um if you get it with the right light they can look blue and and things like that and so there's just this little um you know i want to say it's like 800 acres or something like that like not terribly big park that is open to the public and free and uh, we just decided, you know, uh, based off of, you know, our fact that we like going to places like that. We love hiking and everything like that. And the color scheme that we're kind of going for with the whole wedding uh, and everything that we should 
get some pictures down there and you know ultimately since you know this wedding ceremony was going to be very 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 small mm-hmm. just a dozen people or so that we would actually just uh do the whole thing down there and so um <laughs> we we trekked ourselves in about a mile mm-hmm. in suits and dresses and a wedding dress and the whole nine. I don't know how many people I I told this. This is my hiking suit. That yeah, was my exactly. terrible joke. People were like, mm-hmm. "What?" But I'd be gone by that point. Yeah, and so you know, hiking. Uh, we tried to make it as early as um, you know feasible. We, we could, yeah, because um, we we wanted to get pictures and everything um, in the morning. Uh, you know. And then uh, have the the actual ceremony and stuff. So it's still, I mean, it wasn't the hottest part of the day, but it was still pretty toasty. It was getting there, yeah. Yeah. Um, full sun and all that kind of different stuff. Are you still sunburned? Uh, I mean, no, I got sun. I don't think I really got burned anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not red. Okay. I'm a little... Yeah, because we we definitely geared up for even. But. Yeah, <laughs> but the the location was really cool. It so was we really ended cool. up. Um, we only in the time we went out there, like a couple the two days before to kind of scout out locations, and then the actual ceremony itself, and taking pictures and stuff. We've only actually explored about half of it, mm-hmm. um, and everything because it's probably. I don't know, in total, if you walk down all the different just trails, not all the little side shoots and everything, I'd say it's probably about five or six miles of trail. Um, and then you can wander in and out of all the little, uh, you know, uh, canyons and crevasses and so on and so forth. So it could take you, you know, a good solid day or so to to really feel that you've explored everything. Right. So. Um, so I definitely would say that we haven't explored everything um, there. But, um, yeah, if you just look up Paint Mines, Colorado, um, and we can, I'll post a picture of it and everything. Um, but it's it's really beautiful. It's really a uh, fun place to, to be. Um, and we just kind of picked a, uh, a canyon, a little mini canyon, mm-hmm. uh, kind of isolated ourselves in that canyon and uh had ourselves a little little wedding ceremony and uh still even though we had told people that we were doing it there and we were about to get started they just kind of hung out and ended up just kind of traipsing through the middle of the of the ceremony so yeah that was that was that was whatever but yeah uh, did you hear what my brother said about that though? Uh, I think so, but you have to remind me. He, he was just like, "It's a good thing I wasn't there because I would have taken those people down." <laughs> he would have been like, uh-uh, "Go the other." He way. would have been like, "Oh no, you get back there. You get back and find a corner, <laughs> like wherever you were." Because my mom had talked to them, and you know, it's open for like I wasn't you know mad about it or anything. It's open to the public, and we definitely cut off um, a you know a small but beautiful section that a branch you know, of it for, but it's not like for they a half hour have gone or so the other way there was other yeah. ways out 
Um, well, no, I don't think but... there was other ways out of that spot. Oh, you That's don't think so? That's why we picked it. Yeah, we we picked it so people wouldn't be walking through. It's It was very much a you go in and then you come out. So if you didn't, if you didn't go in, you know, people aren't like, you know, coming from another way unless they're scaling the the rock face kind of a thing. Oh, really? So and they so, were in there. And your mom there. had talked to them and said, we're going to have a wedding? And they yeah. still said, we'll stay over here even though we can't get out? So Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay. And then she's like, yeah, we're going to be starting in a couple minutes. And then went back to kind of do the other stuff. And I think they, they were like, um, I don't know how long they were like planning on staying there. And then we started, but... Uh, she said she talked to him like you know, five ten minutes before we started, and they were still kind of they they stayed for about five minutes into the wedding itself, and then and then decided, decided to, to go truck truck through. Yeah. Um. Well. So, whatever. It is what it is. So you're still married. Good job. Yes. They thanks. they had no effect on that outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, definitely, I would I would recommend that spot. It's it's getting more and more uh, popular, and everything. But the crazy thing about it for me is um, both me and my wife and all of the people that were there have all lived in Colorado for generations almost. Uh, a long time. Yeah. And, yeah, and we and none of us had been there before. None of like, us had been there, yeah. And that it's it's, you know, 40 minutes from, you know, from our house. And so we are just kind of like, why have we ever been down here? It's not that far or hard of a, you know, drive and no. it's a nice little, you know, hike for the kids. It's not too hard for kids and they get to see a lot of stuff. And so I don't know. We just never, never went out there. So yeah, kind of crazy. That that is the new find. Find something close to you that, that you haven't been to. That you haven't been to. I mean, that was always the other thing. Is you know you would think that that's one of those like, oh well, we don't go there anymore unless like some family member visits who doesn't live here. Cause, right. Like you know, it's like. Oh well, I want to hike Pikes Peak. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, let's do this again. You know, like let's drive to the top of Pikes Peak or whatever. Um, Have you yeah, driven that's... to the top of Pikes Peak? I've never driven to the top of Pikes Peak. I don't think. Oh yeah, we've driven to the top of Pikes Peak. I haven't hiked all the way up there. See. And- for me, it was just like one of those things that after so long, I was like, I've never been to the top of Pikes Peak. Mm-hmm. Now I have to climb it to get to the top. Like any other way is going to seem like cheating if I waited this long to go. And, right. And we almost died. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I legit hold on to that. We almost died. But uh, <laughs> uh, maybe go. we'll get maybe we'll get. Nick on a podcast when it comes out. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Retell that story again. But uh, until that time, until and then. next time, we would like to thank you for the time that you've given to us to kind of just talk talk things out. Yeah. Deal deal with some 
deal with some stuff. But yeah, and I, I want to give a short shout out to the people who have reached out to us and let us know that they enjoy listening to our podcast. Or, or I had one one of my friends told me that uh, he was like talking back to us while we had a certain <laughs> conversation, and I was like, I want to hear those things. Like, what did uh-huh. you say, and whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. We're we're generating conversation, and I appreciate those people who are enjoying it and listening to it, and who are giving us the feedback. Like that's awesome. So thank you yeah. to those people, and you know who you are. Thank you for letting me know that you like it. Yeah, we uh, we like you listening, and we're glad that you know you like us uh, talking. So from here on out, just uh, give us a shout. Ooh, I like that. On uh, on Twitter, <laughs> noise. Uh, tag n t a g g n b r a n d o. Same thing at Gmail um, and uh, uh, also Instagram. And uh, hit us up and let us know yeah. what your new is. Uh, answer the question of the day for yourself. Uh, what are you, where's your value in in the items you you're you're acquiring or just give us one of the. Just tell us where to get a soft pretzel, man. Dude, straight up. <laughs> if you got a good soft pretzel guy, you let me know. Yeah. Oh man, we should just. And this is one of those things where I'm just like, I'm just gonna have to like learn how to make soft pretzels at this point. You know. Right. Right. So That's yeah, good high value, buddy. Yeah. Exactly. All right, everybody. Appreciate you. Thanks for sticking around. Bye. Bye.